You're gonna listen, that's what you're gonna do What's going down, people? It is Thursday, so welcome to this week's Echo Chamber And like we do, we're gonna jump into that UK Top 10 box office Ah, that's right, people It's for the weekend of the 2nd to the 4th of October So... This week at number 10 is Josh Bourne's The New Mutants. Okay, so starring Macy Williams, Anna Taylor Joy, Charlie Cheston, and Blue Hunt. At number 9, we've got 100% Wolf. It's from Alexa Staderman, and it's got a voice cast of Adrian Daff, Amal Shek. Alexi Stadman, Clam Ralph. That means we have a new entry at number eight. Okay, so Alistair Forgrill and Johnny Hughes bring us David Attenborough, A Life on Our Planet, which um, obviously, people, it's starring David Attenborough himself. Yup, yup. So, at number seven, another new entry on the rocks. This is Sophie Capella's new film, and it is starring Bill Murray, Rashida Jones, Marlon Waynes, Jenny Slate, Jessica Henwick, Barbara Bain. A good cast. A good cast. Alright, at number six, I kind of feel because this has now finally hit Disney Plus in the UK. But we have got Dan Scanlon's Onward with a voice cast of Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, Julia Lewis Dreyfus, and Tracy Ullman. Ah, splendid. So, at number five, oh, another new entry, people. Yep, yep, we've got the Elfkins. Okay, so this is from Ut von Mutschwilpil. Okay, so we've got a voice cast of Julia Haas, Louise Hoffman, Leon Siegel, and Ditef Bindut. <laughs> okay, so at number four, uh, we got our time travelers, Bill and Ted face the music, Dean Parrist's new feature. So it's obviously starring Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, Kristen Schill, and Sayama Weaving. At number three, we have After We Collide, Roger Cumble's new effort, starring Josephine Langford, Hero Finds Tiffin, Louisa Lombard, and Dylan Sprouse. At number two, people, another new entry. It's Cats and Dogs Free. 
Pause Unite. <laughs> so Sam McNamara heads this one, and it's who is starring Princess David, Sarah Gills, uh, Max Greenfield, and Megan Petter-Hill. So at number one, as expected, is Christopher Nolan's new masterpiece, Tenant, which stars Elizabeth Debicki, Robert Patterson, Aaron Taylor Johnson, David, John David Washington, and Clems Posey. Ah. Oh. It is good, people. Go see it if you can. All right. Before we get to this week's films, let's hear a little information. All right. Let's get going, people. Okay. So this is for all you Shudder, Horror, and Creepshow fans. Shudder are pleased to announce... The start of production on the highly anticipated second season of its hit series Creepshow in Atlanta, Georgia. The anthology series which shattered all Shudder records when it debuted last October is executive produced by showrunner Greg Nicoretto who was involved with The Walking Dead and it's based on George A. Romaro's iconic 1982 movie. The six episode second season will premiere exclusively on Shudder in 2021. The show is following all safety guidelines and protocols in accordance with SAG AFTRA Doga and all of those other guidances, etc. etc. Right? So Craig Engler, Shudder's general manager, had um you know he had this to say. Season one was a monster hit for us, setting viewership records across the board while becoming the best viewed non-horror series of 2019. For season two, Greg Nicoretto and his team have outdone themselves with bigger and bolder stories, new incredible creature designs and clever twists that truly live up to the show's tagline. The most fun you'll have being scared. You know, and Nicoretto, he had this to say, I've never been happier to get behind the camera as I am today. After missing our shoot date in March by just over 48 hours, season two of Creepshow hits the ground running as cameras begin to roll. The cast and the crew have a level of excitement and enthusiasm I've never seen before. And it's inspiring. So many of us in the entertainment industry have been waiting for the day we can begin to do what we do best. To have some fun together, creating new worlds, new adventures, and new thrills. You know, their Shudder also revealed initial details about four of this season's segments, which will be directed by Nicoretto, Anna Camp, 
and Adam Pally. Um, you know, will also star in Shapeshifters Anonymous parts one and two, written by Nicoretto, based on a short story by J.A. Conrath. Um, about an unlucky soul who finds himself in need of a werewolf support group. Uh, Keith David, Ashley Lawrence, and Josh McDermott will star in Pesticide, written by Frank Dietz, in which an exterminator makes an infernal bargain. And Model Kid, written by returning creep show writer John Espiotto, um, is about a 12 year old monster fan who turns to hand built model kits to escape his unhappy reality. Additional titles, castings, and directors will be announced soon. So, in its first season, Creepshow smashed records for Shudder in number of viewers, new subscriber sign-ups, and total minutes streamed to become the most-watched program in Shudder history, followed by a successful run on AMC. The show was a hit with critics as well as fans as one of 2019's best-reviewed non-genre series with a 97% fresh rating on review aggregator Rotten Tomato. The inaugural season starred David Arquette, Adrien Babu, Tobin Bell, Big Boy, Jeffrey Combs, Kid Cudi, Bruce Davison, uh, Giancullo Esperito, Dana Gould, Trisha Heffer and DJ Quails and featured adaptations of stories by Stephen King, Joe Hill, Joe R. Lansdale and Josh Maelstrom. So, when season two debuts, I'll make sure you are there to check it out. Independent cinema pop-up screens is back this winter, taking over Peckham's popular boozy building with a season of exciting and immersive events taking place from from the 23rd of October to the 20th of December. The pop-up Peckham series will feature scary screenings in a forbidden forest, Belly laughs at the first ever Peckham Comedy Festival, a half-term family film fest, and the return of Cinema in the Snow, a stunning cinematic Christmas experience set in a magical snow-filled wonderland. The Forbidden Forest Cinema, which takes place the 23rd of October to the 15th of November, it's kicking off the schedule of events will be um, a collection of immersive Fright Night Halloween screenings. Visitors must brave their way through a forbidden forest before discovering an eerie woodland cinema, the perfect setting for their favourite film. Films include Halloween horror favourites such as A Nightmare on Elm Street, Hereditary, It... 
Beetlejuice, Scream, The Shining and The Blair Witch Project as well as cult classics like Donnie Darko, Rocky Horror Picture Show, From Dusk Till Dawn, Labyrinth and The Craft. Half-term screenings of Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit, Onward, Myuna, Minions and Toy Story 4 will also be part of the schedule coupled with a family-friendly magical adventure through the mysterious forest. Adult tickets will be priced from £22, including all fees, with concessions for family tickets and half-term screenings. A limited amount of VIP tickets will also be made available at £27.50, again, including all fees, premium seats and a drink. Other announced events that will follow later in the year include... Peckham Comedy Festival, the 19th to the 22nd of November, and the return of Cinema in the Snow, which is the 27th of November to the 20th of December. Okay, so the booking information are in the episode details. So, if you fancy some cinema in a forest, some snow and comedy, go and check it out. Okay, people, so now we've heard all of that, let's get into this week's films. Okay, people, so Adam Sandler has a new film. Yes, listen, I know, I know, right? A lot of people might think Sandler... He can make some bad films And listen, right There are definitely a few that I did not enjoy But you cannot take away how good Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, The Waterboy, The Wedding Singer Big Daddy, 51st Dates Those are all Great films They really are You know what I mean Um, And You know I've heard You know kids love Hotel Transylvania You know those ones Haven't seen like a, a few of the Later films Right But you know on top of those Comedies we've also Got Spanglish Which I really enjoyed You know um, the Moitzovic stories, which was, you know, tremendous, loved it, Punch Drunk Love, one of my favourite films, and then Uncut Gems, Uncut Gems, that film, whew, you know, it was a travesty that Sandler didn't get any awards for that, because that was great. So, you know what, I kind of look at these things and just think, listen, not everything's for everyone. So I'm going to give this stuff a check, you know, and who be Halloween, right? Hey, you know what I mean? I think this is a fun film, you know, 
It's um, directed by Stephen Brill, you know, who's worked with Sandler on numerous occasions. It is produced by Sandler, Kevin Grady, and Alan Covert. Co-written by um, Tim Hurley He and um, Sandler. And obviously, it's starring Sandler. But it also has a... Yo, the cast is great. It's got a great cast. Now, there's some people in it who I did not recognise. There's some surprises. So I ain't going to say everyone. But we've got June Squibb as his mum. Um, Who else do we have here? We've got... um. Yeah, Julie Bowen, who, uh, you know, Carol Varsi and Ed. I loved Ed. You know, someone needs to put that on a streaming service because that that was a great series, right? Um, Ray Liotta, he's in it. Uh, we've also got Keenan Thompson, Sergeant Blake, uh, Maya Randolph. As this is Hennessy. <laughs> um, Michael Chickless is Father Dave. <laughs> you know, George Wallace, he's Meg Benson. Yo, and, you know, just a host of other people Mikey Day, Blake Clark, Peyton List, Brady Stephen Perry. Uh, Betsy Sordo, Ben Siller, um, obviously Sander has his kids in it, you know, um, Sadie, Sonny, we got um, also, uh, you know, his wife Jackie, she's in it, uh, Melissa Villasano, um, Kim Whitley, Lavelle Crawford, <laughs> Noah Schnapp, Paris Berlick. Yeah, it is so good, so fun. And there's some other people, people, who I'll leave you to uh, find out, right? Um, cinematography is Seamus Tinami, and music is Robert Gregson Wilfred. Williams. Okay, so the gist of the film is this. Despite his devotion to his hotel of Salem, Massachusetts, and its Halloween celebration, its legendary Halloween celebration, good-natured but eccentric community volunteer Hubie Dubis is a figure of mockery for adults and kids alike. Regardless, every Halloween, Hubie patrols his hometown to ensure that everyone is safe. News of an escaped convict and the appearance of a new neighbour make Hubie suspicious, and when his fellow townsfolk start to disappear, he struggles to convince the police that monsters are real, leaving Hubie to save the day and Halloween. Ah, yes, people, that's it. Uh, so, 
you know, it starts off in an asylum. And we've got this guard mocking someone. And then you realise, yo, that's Ben Stiller. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's one big thing. We're like, oh, someone has escaped. You know, then we kind of, um, we find out, you know, they, they've gone to Salem, right? Um, and, yeah, you, you see Hoobie getting mocked. But with evasion skills that a cat would envy. You know what I mean? I, yo, if I could avoid shit like Hoobie, whoo, sign me up to those classes, baby. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, it, it, you just see, like, everyone's just mocking this poor dude. That's insane. And, listen, right, I, I, it's easy on a surface level to go, ugh, this film, man. There's, I think Sander does it a lot, right? He'll, he'll have a character who is eccentric and odd, you know? But you know, there's usually more to it. You know, there is usually a, a heart underneath the silliness. And it's the same with this, right? There, there's just this... Sweetness to the film Right Even when you have Like the characters who are being Horrible to him You know Even then Like between them They're caring and lovely With each other Right So it, it's, it's this Odd situation When you go Oh what an arsehole But then you're like Eh you know a kind of, you know, a kind of sweet, <laughs> like um, you know, Maya, Maya Randolph and her uh, husband, who I forget who it is. Oh, it's Tim Meadows. Yeah, um, you know, they mock Hoobie for sure, but together, very charming. You know, like. Doing these nice things Also just ripping the hell out of each other But we, we You know there's all of these like nice little Moments And I, I think that Really Really shines through it, Especially in this film You know And it's just this whole Just good natured Attitude Amongst just everything else you, you you feel me? And I think sometimes, yeah, that's needed. Like, you want a film that's that, right? It doesn't have to be, like, this uber-serious thing that just is a mirror to the outside world. Like, sometimes we want to turn off. Sometimes we want to look at something and go... If, if things could just be like that You know, if there's more people Like Hoobie I think things would be in a better place You know, so Yeah, you, you see that in the film And there is just All of these just fun, nice characters You know Like, um We have, uh 
you know, Violet Valentine, who's um, Hubie has got a crush on, <laughs> and she's got uh, three kids, right? So Tommy, um, and then you've got uh, you know, Danielle, Cookie, and uh, Lexi, right? And yeah. Well, it's just, you know, adorable Like, just their little interactions And the way they are And it's sweet It is really sweet You know, and I I think also We have this, um Just interplay between Tommy and Megan That's nice, right? And it just kind of, you think Yeah that, that, I think that's, you know, it'd be nice if shit was more like that too, right? You know what I mean? It doesn't always have to be this just crazy over-sexualized shit, uh, you know? It can just be nice, innocent, you know, a little charming. So we, we have that, which is underneath just a straight-up silly. But this, even the straight up silly is fun Right, we just got Hubie just jumping at every fucking scare Like, it's Halloween So, you know, you got pumpkins and, you know, ghosts and all of this malarkey And just anything, he's jumping out of his skin And you're just like, how old are you? Like, what the fuck? You know, his mum's giving him speeches, which you kind of feel it might be a little bit late for that speech. <laughs> you might have wanted to, you know, push that home a little earlier, but hey, it's all good. <laughs> it's fine. We get it. You know, um, so yeah, but it is this story. There is a solid. And when I say solid story, I mean for a situation where a you know a a someone that has been uh, committed to an incest you escapes looking for revenge. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, it, it's a story that does make sense. But I mean, one of the fun things here, there are a lot of misdirects, right? There are a lot of misdirects. And the ending, like, I have to admit, I didn't, for a good-ass while, I didn't see the ending, right? I'm I'm trying to think, I'm just like, ooh, I think they're taking us in that direction because it's really going to be... And be like, oh, maybe it's not. And I'm trying, you know, I'm racking my brain trying to think, wow, what could this be? What could this be? And it wasn't any of those things. Right? It did get to one point where I was like, ooh, I wonder. But that was only at the last second. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I thought the ending was fun. The ending was a lot of fun. But along the way, you know, as I said, look, there's some surprise people up in this, you know, well, it's a surprise, it probably, if you haven't seen the trailer, I haven't seen the trailer, so I don't know what that shows you, 
But yeah, if you don't watch the trailer and you don't look at who's on the cast, yeah, there's going to be some surprises, which are fun. Because they do a little, like, silly things with the story, right? There's these silly things with the story that just make you smile, you know? Like, we've got this, um, it's like a narration all the way through, but it's the local radio station. You know, and um, yeah, that works, right? We've got this sultry lady voicing, you know, a lot of the stuff as the story plays out. So yeah, that's all fun, right? That 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 um, yeah, brings a smile to your face, and then you've got all the the weirdness of Halloween, which. I do find Halloween baffling, I ain't gonna lie Right, it seems Crazy weird Crazy weird Just having kids Going around knocking at people's doors I just kind of It just feels like A disaster Waiting to happen You know I I remember watching Dead Like Me I know this is a tangent, people, but Dead Like Me, and one of the episodes was about that, right? Some pedo grabbed a kid on Halloween, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, so that's that's the big fear. And also, people just put in, you know, nastiness as sweets, right? Razor blades and just poison and, yeah, <laughs> Seems odd, but people seem to dig it. But we get the full Halloween experience. You know, Harley Quinn seems to be a uh, a favourite costume. <laughs> you know, you will get it once you watch the film, people. But yeah, I'd say check out Hubie, right? Check it out. Now, I think one thing... One thing that was just like, whoa, he's Flask. He's Flask is incredible, right? I don't know how it does all the things that it does, right? I, I, I that I'm just like, how how can it be a foghorn? Yeah, a grapple. <laughs> <laughs> a torch, there's like all these things on top of holding fluids, I don't know, but god damn it, I would like one of those, so, you know, I, I, I'm thinking to myself, I hope they're putting those out, that would be great, right, that would be a must-have Christmas gift if they are Merchandising those goddamn flasks Right But yeah I'm definitely grabbing myself one Um Maybe not with the flare gun But uh <laughs> But there we go people So yeah If you're a fan Of um Just all of Sandler's films Regardless of the type Then you will enjoy this if you are not a fan of maybe Sandler's films, but you like a Halloween romp, then I would say 
give this a go, you know, if you want something to take your mind off all the crazy that's happening in the world, hey, check it out, people, it will put a smile on your face, I was chuckling all the way through, you know, and I don't say that shit lightly, you know, so there you get it, it is Hooby Halloween, it's on Netflix, and um, it's a whole load of fun, so uh, yeah, have yourself a giggle people, and check it out. Okay, so once again, once again people, my girl Kalia brought the hook up, so um, yo, she sent me a new film, the, the, the thing is, it's always horror, well I feel for the most part, I think there's been a few that aren't, it's usually horror, and yo, a good horror Yo, I'm down with, but there there is always that thing before you open, just like, is this going to be the one that puts me over the edge? (laughs) Is this the one that fucks me up for good, man? So it always takes a while to watch them, but once I do, yo, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And I have to say, Damien Levesque, Damien Levesque, yo, take a bow, my friend, take a bow, because you have created something that is just so captivating, so captivating, and I think you can look at it on so many friggin' levels, right, I think when you, I guess, like, look at a lot of stuff that we have today, there's some contrived stuff, right, there's stuff that follows the same old treads, there's stuff that you know, I I feel it uses torture porn as its tool to entice, but that's all it is, there is no actual compelling story there, you know, so you want to, you want to have something that feels a little fresh, you know, plays with things in a different way, Keeps you watching And that's what this is That's what this is So Damien directed it He uh, He wrote the screenplay Along with Aaron Horwitz uh, And the film Stars Ryan Guzman As Father Max Kyla Garner as his best friend Drew, Alex Angelis as Drew's girlfriend Lane, we've then got Chris Lu Comhoy as Chris, who's part of the crew, Daniel Hoffman-Gill, who is Tommy, who's also part of the crew, we've got Emma Holtz, who is Tommy's 
cousin, I think it's his cousin, um, Riley, it's compelling, there is other talent as well, right, um, we got Shinara Brinson, I think that's how you say her name, who plays Desiree, and Anna Udri, who plays her friend Brenda, and, uh, yeah, we meet them during the film as well, um, it's, ooh, there is so much here, but, you know, it, it's difficult, because you don't want to say too much, right, so, uh, Alright, let's go with this So, Max and Drew are millennial entrepreneurs Who've made themselves famous with a webcast they created called The Cleansing Hour Which streams live exorcisms You know, it's a popular show And they're trying to increase Increase the viewership You know, it, it's funny Because at the beginning And it, it's something that I think we hear a lot, right So Max is saying I don't know how I haven't got A blue check mark You know, we've got all these viewers And I still don't have a blue check mark I've contacted them And they just ignore me How are we getting that blue check mark Right And um so, yeah, they're trying to think of new ways. Now, Drew has got different ideas. But Max doesn't want to... Uh, he doesn't want to lose centre stage, right? Because I feel some of Drew's ideas will have a different focus. So, Max is kind of like, eh, I don't know, I don't know. Um, Drew's fiance Lane... She wants him to quit the show. She hates Max. She wants him to quit the show. But Drew's like, look, we're saving for a wedding. We gotta do this. So um, yeah, they book someone else to do for an exorcism. Um, and that's when it all goes a little bit crazy. A little bit crazy Because Oh The possession Everything goes wrong Everything Goes wrong Awry As it were <laughs> You know what I mean And in front of a rapidly Growing global audience The demon subjects Max to a series of Violent and humiliating Challenges meant to punish Him for his Online shenanigans Yeah Meanwhile In an effort to save the love Of his life, Drew discovers That the demon's sinister motive Is not only about Revenge, but also to expose the dark secrets he, Max and Lane have been hiding from one another With only the show clock remaining It's a matter of time before either the truth is revealed Or the demon forces them to meet their maker 
<laughs> oh shit, right? It is compelling as uh yeah. Like there's just so much here. So much. Like listen, the way this film starts, I was I was jumping. <laughs> I mean it was like Destiny's Child up in here, people. Because, whoo! Man! I was just on edge. It was always oh, tense as a motherfucker. It is so tense. Right? You are gripped. <laughs> you know, I was, you know, to be honest, I'm thinking, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have watched this. Maybe I shouldn't have watched this film. And also, listen, there was a problem with the streaming site. So, um, I had, <laughs> I couldn't access it. Couldn't access it. And so I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And I'm like, oh, and it just got fixed. <laughs> the site got fixed a couple of hours ago. So I was a bit like, you know what? I'll, I'll get this done. I'll get this done and I can put it, the review out. I can put the episode, I was going to put an episode out today, and I was like, okay, wicked, okay, so I'm watching it, but it means it's at night, and I try to watch horrors during the friggin' day, and the way this film started, I'm like, I fucked up, (laughs) I fucked up, (laughs) what's going on, oh no, (laughs) it is so good, so good, right, and that literally is just the first, I don't know, five minutes, right? So then we, um, yeah, we get more information. Like, because for something that is mainly set on a soundstage, we really do kind of flesh out our characters. We learn enough to um, care enough to be invested into what happens and to hope it all goes well, <laughs> but not too much, not too much. So when revelations are revealed, you're like, what? Which is awesome. Which is so good. And see, this is the thing. There is... There is blood. Right? There is violence. But it all works within the confines of the film. Right? It's nothing is... Like, nothing is there just for show. It all builds... Right, it's all building attention, it's all building the story to a pivotal point. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it is fascinating, and there are plenty of surprises. Plenty of surprises because I kind of feel listen. The, the, there is a part of the story that maybe isn't new, right? It might be something that 
oh, I think I saw that on like the burning zone or the outer limits or the twilight zone or something, something, right? But it's the way it's all being executed. The way they've added all of this intrigue in there. You know, and the surprise, there are so many surprises here. Like, so many. Like, there is moments when you're just like, huh. So, are you telling me this is all just a, you know? And you're like, boom. And then you're kind of taken somewhere else and you're like, oh, shit, no. Nope. No, 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 it wasn't. Oh no, oh no, what's gonna happen next? Oh man, yeah, you, 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 there's just so many layers that are getting unfolded here. And listen, right, we've only really got a few main characters now. There are, uh, you know, there's a good few of actors and actresses in this. Right, with the supporting cast, but our main cast, there's only, you know, like Max, Drew, Lane, Alexi. Yeah, I mean, there's sorry, Riley, Tommy, Chris, like, mm, kind of five, and it only works if they give us. Just solid top-notch performances And that's what they do Right, even people that aren't on camera all the time Like Riley You know, she isn't on all the time And what she brings You know, because there's this like Cocky, nonchalant attitude But then you know, she steps in with some other shit And she really helps drive that story forward You know, the same with Tommy You know, not not a lot of camera time But what there is Oh, he works the hell out of it And you gotta give it up for Chris Whew, Chris sells his part Oh my gosh, he sells his part to a T And and especially, you know Oh, there is a bit in it where he has to Oh man, he has to put on a performance He really does And it is so good Because all the time you are watching him do his thing You're just like, wait, what? What's happening? I don't get it I don't understand No, just stop Just stop You you are so just keyed in You are so keyed in It is crazy But all of this stuff Oh man, and on top of all of this, we get these flashbacks to when um Drew and Max were at school. I think it must it's like semin sem, seminary school, right? Oh gosh, so we get these, which are just building that back history. And showing us still this level of crazy, nasty, just bullshit. 
that you're just like, oh no. Like, well, I see why you're both so tight, and I can see why you might have done the thing that you've done to some extent. It is, yeah, it's crazy. And the special effects, gotta say, the special effects are really friggin' good. They are really good, right? When you're considering that this is a, um, you know, this is a small budget film. It's not gonna be, like, something crazy, like, you know, the new Halloweens, or anything like that, no, (laughs) but they pull off some just crazy stuff, crazy stuff, but then they, they really use, oh man, they really use, like, light, you know, there's a great scene in an alleyway, but the, the, I think one of the things with it is, though, right, and I've, I've talked about it a lot, right, and I've definitely spoken about it recently, it's just sometimes people do these things, and we've got these scenes, and it's so dark, it's hard to see, right, you just can't, and it, that takes away from the tension that you know they're trying to build, and this, um, you know, this moment to elevate the film, but yeah, it does not happen here, man, they utilize, you know, the space, the darkness, everything, and it works, you know, they'll cut the angles, you know, sometimes we're at a distance, sometimes we're real close in, you know, uh, we, we might be looking up, you know, looking down, and it just all works, it all works to just uh, bring the emotion, to bring your connection to what is happening in front of your goddamn eyes, (laughs) oh man, people, I cannot tell you enough how good this film is, you know, it is, oh man, it's just something else, Right, it has you guessing all the way through, literally all the way through, and and you know when you look at it, right, you can really draw that parallel. I would say to obsession to social media, to the obsession to um, you know wanting people to like you. Wanting people to show you adoration, right? So you don't want to show people the truth. You're giving people this facade, this fake image of, you know, what reality really is. And that's, this film is really just capturing that, right? And I love the fact that, as things are getting crazier, as they're getting crazier, the viewership is just spiking, it's spiking, and then suddenly, you know, we're jumping all over the place, right, which is very smart, 
They, you know what I mean, it will jump to just two people sitting in a car and one of them's checking out the feed. And it's just all of this. And it's so well done, right? These little jumps off, you know, I I, I just say there's one bit at first where you're like, wait, what's this? You know, because we see a family having dinner and you're like, oh, what's going on here? But you just, I think you get it, right? You understand what's going on. And it's just like, oh, yeah, this is smart. This is smart. I like this shit, right? And um, the way this ends, the way this at people, oh, my, oh, my. As I said, listen, right, there are, um, you know, there's uh, maybe a concept that we've seen before, but the way they expand upon it, the way they play it out to that, I feel that natural progression that makes so much sense, right? It is just tremendous. It gives you so much bang, you know, because you're just sitting there and you are, you know, your mouth will be open and you're like, what? What? Oh, oh my, oh my God, what? And, but then when another realization hits, you're like, yo. Whoa, that's so fucking smart. You are just so in. Because we get, it is a little bit like The Hobbit (laughs) and Lord of the Rings with these different endings. But not different endings in a fact that, you know, we kind of like, and that. And now we jump to this. No, 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 no. No, that's not what I mean. It, it, but it's these different emotional experiences that we get. And it is satisfying. It is so sad. Like, you are not left disappointed, people. You really aren't. Right? And crazy thing is, all of this, all of this is built off of a short. Right? So, um, you know, Levesque, he he made this short in 2016. You know, same name. Um, and, it, you know, I haven't seen it because I only just noticed that. But it looks like it's the same concept. But, we, you know, we've got different actors, you know, playing the roles. Um, and it is it would be interesting to see... How they've expanded upon that idea because the short's nineteen minutes, you know. But um, I kind of that's so fascinating. You know, he made a short and he just really was like, you know what? I can add to this, and now I can expand that story. And you know, this finished product, it is fantastic, right? It is one of the best horrors that I've seen in a long time. A long time, people. If you have seen, um, 
Ooh, I think it's I Spit in Your Grave. Like, uh, you know, the American remake. Um, I think it came out like, ooh, I want to say 2006? No, it would have been a bit later. Maybe 2012 or something like that. But, yo, if you liked that... Right, because the way that all ended and it was crazy and just so different, I think you would enjoy this. Right, because you get those same emotional feelings throughout. Right, so um, yeah, listen, check it's on Shudder. Okay, so in the episode details, there will be a code that should give you, um. It, you know, it should give you, I think it's a month, month trial, maybe it's two weeks trial, I forget, but it will give you a trial of the platform, so go on, check it out, and watch this, but people, once you're there, you'll want to keep your membership, because oh, we have talked about so many of these films, and like, so many are just top-notch, Yo, they're tremendous, right? You will uh, love them. So, yeah, I would say, there's, listen, what you have, people, you know, we've got the pool, you know, which just pretty good. Blood Machines, Blood Quantum, Host, um, Lake of Death, you know, Scare Package, Spiral, the beach house, the shed, yummy people. There is so much good stuff on Shudder. You know what I mean? So, yeah, go do that. Go watch this. You will not, trust me, people, you will not be disappointed. It's a great film, okay? So, um, go do that now, and thank me later. <laughs> All right. Okay, people, before we end, let's take a look and see what's happening in the world of film. Okay, so... Mark Foster has been tapped by Mattel to um, direct a new Thomas the Tank Engine film. That is now we've had. I think we've had a couple already. I think Alex Baldwin was the fat conductor, something like that, right? But um, yeah, we're getting another edition, Thomas and Friends. Um. Yeah, Elisa Hill and Jess Wiguto have written the script. And um, that is that. We have no news on, uh, you know, like if there's going to be any live action element when they're looking to release and all of that. But um, yeah, I mean, I imagine it will either come out at Christmas or an Easter, you know what I mean, for the kids and all of that, uh, so next, um, 
Elizabeth Moss has um, signed on to play former congressman Katie Hill. Yeah, so um, it's based on Hill's forthcoming autobiography. And, uh, you know, it's from Bloomhouse Maniac Productions and Love and Squalor Pictures. Alright, so it's gonna be called She'll we- She Will Rise. And, um, yeah, we've got, um, Michael Steisman, he's uh, written the script, right? Um, Hill will herself be an executive producer on the film, and um, Moss, Lindsay McManus, and Steisman will also produce. All right, so um, if you had. If you've forgotten about everything that happened, right? So, um, yeah, you know, she was a uh, a young woman with no prior political experience, whose charm and common sense won over the people in her district and thrust her into the halls of power in Washington. While her brash confidence won her powerful allies and infuriated her enemies, it was privately concealing a cycle of domestic abuse she was trapped in at home, infamously culminating in the release of intimate photos and a revelation of her own personal mistakes that would eventually result in her fall from grace. Well, yeah, obviously, it's, uh, you know, her take on the events, but um, it could be interesting, right? Now, so much has really just gone down in the film industry, alright? So, uh, you know, Cineworld have announced that all of their US and UK cinemas so in this in the US I believe it's Regal cinemas so they're closing them all down now I did hear this yesterday at the BFI now what I had heard was they are just shutting for good but no they are temporarily closing for just the rest of this year because they don't envision either the cinemas to be really open you know, with a, a you know a gang of films being pushed back, so um, yeah, things are changing, man. And um, you know, there's there's always a domino effect, right? Now a, a load of films have now been delayed. Unfortunately, one of those is Denis Villeneuve's June. Ah. I've been waiting so long for this film. And remember, it's only part one, right? So it's not even the whole thing. So once we finally see it, we then will have to wait for the second part, 
that's the that's the real kick. And I, you know, because I don't suspect that they will start filming, you know, the second part. But um, yeah, it was meant to be coming out mid-December, and it has now been pushed to uh, the first of October next year. Right, so I, I, for one point, that was the same day as uh, you know Matt Reeves the Batman, but that soon changed. Yeah, Warner Brothers, whoo, they they moved a load of shit. So Warner Brothers moved the Batman to the fourth of March, 2022, which. Whew, you know what I mean? I'd have thought they'd push it to Christmas, but yeah, that's you know what I mean. That's huge. Um, so on top of that, you know, there's other stuff that has moved. So the Flash that has now been delayed five months to the fourth of November 2022. Shazam 2. That's been delayed seven months, so we'll now hit 2nd of June 2023. Uh, you know, we've got the Shazam spin-off, Black Adam. That's just been pulled from the schedule completely, right? It was meant to be coming out in December 2021, so yeah. I, I have no clue. I, I think they were in the midst of um, filming, so I don't know. You know, there's a Minecraft film which was set for the 4th of March 2022, but that's now been removed from the schedule. You know, um, now The Matrix 4, right? So that's been moved up. It was originally meant to be coming out April 2022, but instead will now come out Christmas next year. And that's just for the, this coming moment because everything is changing, right? So I suspect that these will not be the final dates. No Time to Die, that's been moved five months. Yeah. A lot is changing, but people, films are still getting released, so, you know, don't lose faith, alright? Um, now, talking about new films, David Fincher has a new film coming called Mank, uh, it's through Netflix, and they have revealed that it will be hitting the service on the 4th of December. Right, it's um, starring Gary Oldman, uh, Herman Mankiewicz wrote the script. You know, um, yeah, it's black and white. Right, it, it should be interesting. You know, should be interesting. Uh, it also has Amanda Seyfield, Lily Collins, Charles Dance, Tuppence Middleton, Arliss Howard, Ferdinand Kingsley, Jamie McShane, Joseph Cross, Sam Troughton, Toby Leonard Moore, Tom Burke and Tom Pelfrey. So, uh, yeah... 
I uh, I wait with um, interest for that one. Now we did remember we heard that they were rebooting the Resident Evil film franchise. We're getting a Netflix series and we're also getting a film. Uh, so the film is through. Constantine films right um, Johannes Roberts is directing and has also written the script but uh, yeah we now know who is starring so we are getting Kea Socadero um, Hannah John Kamen we got Robbie Amell Tom Hooper, Avon Joya, and Neil McDowell. So, uh, yeah, these people are going to be leading the cast. So, yeah, I don't know, man, right? So, supposedly, the story unfolds on a fateful night in Raccoon City in 1998. Alright, so it's going, it, you know, it's in the Midwestern and it's the center of a bioweapon virus outbreak that destroys the country. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, it could be interesting, people. We will see what happens. Uh, so, we've got a couple of sci fi films. That uh, you know, had just getting underway. Sandra U, she has just won the lead for Uma. Um, Sam Rami is producing it, and um, U will be playing um, a mother living a quiet life on an American farm with her daughter. Her name is Allison. Things start to crumble when the remains of Allison's estranged mother arrive from Korea and create a fear within her of turning to her own mother. Uh, the film is written by Iris K. Skim, um, who directs it as well. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, we will see. Um, also, we've got a new film from James Wan. Um, it's going to be starring Alison Williams, and it's called M. Free Gan, I think. Right? It's written by Akela Cooper, um, and Williams is playing a brilliant robo. Roboticist at a toy company who develops a brand new AI powered doll called M3 Magan that is supposed to be a great companion for children and a godsend for parents. Things don't go as planned in the and it all goes to hell. So it's directed by Gerard Johnston. And will be coming via Blue House. And uh, let's end with this, people. So, um, Edgar Ramirez is um, 
Yeah, he's joining Jessica Christine in uh, Luca Punzo's directorial um, new film um, called Losing Clementine. Right, so it is actually based on a novel from Ashley Ream. And Cherkis has um, written the script, right? And um, basically, Chastain's character plays a bipolar, world-renowned artist and sharp-tongued wit named Clementine Pitchard, who gives herself 30 days to tie up loose ends and leave this world. As she checks the tasks off her to-do list, she uncovers secrets about her family and a tragedy that befell her mother and sister. Ramirez is playing her ex-husband and true love. Ah, okay, people. Well, that's it. Alright, so, um, listen, there's new films out, the London Film Festival is currently up and running, so there's plenty of things for you to go and see and enjoy, you know, Amazon and Netflix are getting new stuff dropping all the time, so people, enjoy your film watching, and we will speak again next Thursday, okay, but, Until then, people, keep an eye out for our London Festival coverage, which is kind of dropping on a daily basis, alright? So enjoy, share with your peoples, and leave comments, people, alright? Enjoy, have fun, and, uh, you know, keep safe, people, keep safe. Peace.